the City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside T3 Ted Keys and the Joseph Aguirre. Back and ready as the New York Yankees and the New York Mets finally are going to take on. Let's see who's the best team in baseball. Let's see who's the best team in New York. And then also Boston Celtics. We're going to talk, me and Ted, about the Boston Celtics and Kevin Durant. Boy, oh boy, is it a big mistake. But we are all on social media platforms. Check us out at Keys of the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. But like I was saying, guys, finally, for the first time this season, the New York Yankees are going to take on the New York Mets in City Field to right now see. We'll see if these teams eventually propel themselves to maybe even bigger and better things come postseason. And two teams that are trying to uh, make a lot of big moves in the next coming week. As the trade deadline approaches, Juan Soto, Luis Castillo, and many more names could be on the move. And these are two of the teams. So, guys, Ted, I'll start with you. You've seen both of these teams play. And Joe actually said last week, I think it was Joe last week, that finally came out and said he thinks the New York Mets are legit. And we've been doing the show for about five years now. And the Joseph Aguirre, to hear those words come out of his mouth, is is meaningful it means something because this guy doesn't like to support the mets he doesn't like to talk to Mets. but ted i'm going to start with you and then we will get over to the joseph mcguire ted it's a very simple question who is the currently the best baseball team in new york is it the bronx bombers or is it the new york mets I mean, the best team is still the Yankees. I still think the Yankees are the best team in baseball. I, the one exception, and it's kind of their one B is is the Astros, and we don't need to get into them. We know that series is over. The Astros won the series, but I also like what you posted on our video last week, where Aaron Boone says, "Yes, it's July. They won the series, but let's see what we're doing in October. That's where it's going to matter the most. And right now I still think the Yankees are the better team. They're the better offensive team. I understand the Yankees have dealt with some pitching injuries recently in the bullpen. We know about um, Green. You know, we. I mean, Britain's been out. Wiseco has just come back. Not Michael you King. Chapman hasn't been the same. Castro's out for the season. We just lost Michael King. But we still have the best closer in baseball in Clay Holmes. Personally, to me, I I still think he's the best closer right now. Um, I still think you have one of the three best pitchers in baseball in Garrett Cole when he's on. You know, the thing that always with the Mets was, you know, their manager. You didn't think they had the manager. You didn't think they had the players. This is the first time, I think, for Mets fans that this is the best team they've had since maybe their um their World Series team where they had the three the three star pitchers and they were yeah. riding through with Harvey and DeGrom and and uh Syndergaard and, and and they just they kind of rolled through people and you know I'll still take the Yankees. You know it's it's a kind of a run on but has the Yankees. has the gap I'll ask you this. Oh, yeah, you the gap, has the gap closed the gap okay. absolutely I mean with okay. with the acquisitions of last year of Lindor Alonzo was looking like the guy similar to Judge. You know they went to go get um Sterling Marte from the A's they've made yeah. some some big time moves. I think the biggest moves and the smartest moves the Mets have made in the five seasons is they hired Buck Showalter. That's the best move they have. You can see the difference with the team. There is much more of a camaraderie. There's much more of a love. There's much more fluidity with the team. There's much mm-hmm. more respect. They play harder. You know, they haven't, 
they haven't hit well in the last two weeks with, um, with you know, guys on base. They're actually batting like less than 100. But here's a stat I just want to speak from on the Mets point of view. The Mets in their last 14 games, right? And this is this is a Mets stat that you wouldn't see with anyone else. The Mets starting pitcher, this is a Mets record. The past 14 games, the Mets starting pitchers have allowed less than two runs in the last 14 games. They've not given up more than two runs per game. Now you should say, oh, they should be like 12 and 2, 10 and 4. The record's 8 and 6. That speaks volumes to what the Mets are. The only thing I would say right now that the Mets have an advantage is, is starting pitcher, starting pitching. And especially once they get to ground back. But other than that, these teams are very similar, and you gotta like it because these are the two best teams in baseball, I still think, throughout this season and to today on July twenty sixth. Okay. Joe, I'm gonna go right into you with that point with Ted just ended with. Do we still believe now these are the two best teams probably on the East Coast? Are these still the two best teams in baseball? Because the Dodgers right now, record wise, winning percentage wise, the Dodgers and then the Astros once again are right there. So are we looking at these are the two best teams right now, or do we feel that the Astros and Dodgers, maybe maybe the teams to beat right now in both respective leagues too? Listen, these two teams both come into this game. Neither's played well. The Mets are six and four in the last 10. The Yankees are five and five. And this is, I mean, traditionally, if you're a Yankee fan, you know, they always play like garbage this time of the year right around the all-star break. I call it the June swoon. Uh, it happens every year. It's a matter of condition. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough time of the year and, and you've seen some of the, the pitching hasn't been particularly great. Obviously some of these bullpen injuries are starting to add up for the Yankees. Is Houston a better team? If Houston goes out by August 2nd and makes a drastic move, the Yankees, I think at best need to get another arm in that bullpen. A starter would be great. Ben Attendee and Soto would be great. But I think you definitely need to get somebody else in that bullpen because this pack, patchwork of, you know, Luque and, and Marciano and, mm-hmm. and Castro, that's not going to win you a World Series. I think everybody knows it. So I think you got to look at in in terms of you, you got to get some bullpen up. The Mets did a big thing yesterday. One of the things I'm sold on with the Mets is, is look, they've got like, seven or eight good hitters on this team. And they went out and they got uh doll back from, uh, from Pittsburgh. And I'll tell you what, he's a lousy hitter. <laughs> he hits bombs yeah. and he's going oh, yeah, to nicely into a DH role. I think that's uh, again, the, the worst thing I think for the national league teams was this idea that you kind of want to have a big bet lined up for that spot. And most of them still don't. And I think you look at a team like the Dodgers, as deep as they've been the last few years, they've always been able to throw somebody at the DH spot who's a superstar. Like you'd see in the American League, that's a big weakness for the Mets. So let's see if they don't do something else. But I think that's a step in the right direction for this team. We know DeGrom, assuming he pitches well tonight at AAA, uh, gets back up on this team. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm i going to say as of right this moment, the Yankees and the Mets are one and two. The Dodgers and Houston are one A and, and one B. But let's have this conversation in a couple of days, uh, and I can enlighten you a little bit more as to what the status is. Because, look, as great as both of those teams you just mentioned are, Dodgers are great. They've been great. Same yeah. with Houston. Yeah. 
The fact well, that the Yankees and Mets both have, I think the Mets don't have a better record than the Dodgers. No, the Dodgers close. statistic of winning percentage have the best record yeah. in baseball right now. Baseball, the Dodgers are the number. Yankees. Yes. yes, winning yes. percentage. Yes. Yes. They, took, they took like over the lead, much. and the Astros are all game behind. Yeah, I want to say I thought that was like two days ago. I thought that was up until Sunday. Yeah, that Positive. was up until I looked Sunday. at it yesterday. And it's, and it's crazy because I was going to go off your point, Joe, just for one quick second. The Yankees and Mets have been the best team, two teams, all season long for the most part, from start to finish. Yeah. And it, it's funny because now when you look at it, we're past the midpoint of the season. I think the two kryptonites for both teams is the Mets, it's the Braves, and the Yankees with the Astros. And right now, if you, if you, I think if you are not a Yankees-Mets fan, I, I think you're looking at, wait, Houston's better than the Yankees. We already proved it. We've beaten them more times than not. And as good as the Mets are, we crawl after all our slow start. We crawl right back up your rear end. And here we are. And you know the Mets lit, late in the season going, oh, boy, here comes the Braves again. Like, we haven't seen this storybook end. Like, you know, like, we know how the book ends. So I think if you're an outside New York fan, I think you, you don't look at these two teams as the top two things. I still think that we say when we when these two teams are healthy, these are the two best teams. I think this series is more significant than we've ever seen because these two teams, for the first time ever, are in first place in their divisions. And for the first time it, ever? Ever. These two teams have never been in really? first place when they have matched up against each other. Hmm. Interesting. I, that is interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised by that. But, but although hey. they don't typically meet until mid-season, Yankees yeah, match tradition. Yeah, but they, can I ask you a quick question, Joe? Do you remember? And Trevor, I don't know if you maybe you remember. I know you're younger, but didn't they play more than two and then two? Didn't they play like a three-game set in Yankee Stadium and three? Yeah, they would set? always play. They would always play like on the weekends, though. They play like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. they used to do. Now, and then why did and then they do two and two? I don't get the two. Well, this it's because the, it used to be you just played your division rivals. So the Yankees would play the Mets, Braves, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals. Now you got to play a little bit of everybody. So they had to break it down division wise. Mm -hmm. So you got some of these two and twos. By the way, the Dodgers lost yesterday, sixty-four so and thirty-one, six seventy-four. Yanks scooted back ahead to its sixty-seven at sixty-six and thirty-one. So but, Yanks but actually technically a game and a half ahead and and point zero zero six. But the, I, this is all going to be very significant because I said to Trevor yesterday, I go, people don't think you want the number one seed in all of baseball. If we got to play the Dodgers, you don't want to be playing game six and seven in L.A. And we know that whole story for 2017. You don't want to be playing game six and seven in Houston. No. You want to be at Yankee Stadium. You want that crowd. Joe, I'm curious. Do you see the Mets having a Mets typical collapse? Or do you see this team as legit contenders? And especially with the next week. However, Look, we have to also G3 wait. three brought up the, 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 the reason they're not going to collapse. Buck Showalter, there's no way that happens. This yeah. isn't, uh, you know, Terry Collins or Wally Backman or, <laughs> or whatever or, or, loser or what they it? run out there. Oh, Mickey Calloway. It was it Mickey, Mickey Calloway? Calloway. Yeah. Calloway. <laughs> uh, this is Buck Showalter. Uh, heads will literally roll before the Mets collapse. And we also whether take listen consideration whether too. whether the Braves can rally back or the Phillies could get super hot is mm -hmm. is one thing, but Mets collapsing isn't going to happen. Don't forget, let's, it's still only a two-game lead on the Braves. It's not like they're right running there. away with it. This isn't the AL East or anything. The chance uh, is still the right East, there. Absolutely. 
Listen, these teams could go neck and neck the rest of the way. I wouldn't call it a collapse at this point. So I think the Mets. It'd probably be more of a collapse if they just missed the playoffs completely. Sure, that would be a disaster. And it's that's a possibility, too. But I, yeah. I think it's getting increasingly more difficult for the Mets to miss out at this point. I just, and we, I mean, and we also got to hold on. Out. We also got to take in consideration how the next week is going to play out because both of these teams can look vastly different. Like, well, I mean, the Mets have lost three of the last four, and the Yankees have lost eight of their last 13. All right. And if you look at Houston, they came out of the uh, All Star break. They swept the Yankees in a doubleheader, and then they went to Seattle, who had won 12 straight and swept them in Seattle. All right. And we know the Dodgers are getting healthy. You know, they're taking care of business. So, yeah. you know, if I'm, a, if I'm a Yankees and Mets fan, I'm a little nervous, you know, of where we're going. But we also know that this is baseball. And like Joe, I'll repeat what Joe said the June swoon is the Yankees always seem to fall apart a little bit or have that kind of listen, baseball is such a long season that it's impossible to play great baseball all season. That's why that whole Yankee team of 1998 that we tried to compare to early in the season, it's just unattainable in in, a, in, a, in an era where we rest guys and things are so much different than they were 20 years ago. And players get hurt not, like this. Well, yeah, that, that that too. You know, in that 98 team, I don't remember guys really getting hurt that much here. I mean, you watch the documentary. They were motivated from the from the year before, that 97 season. You had different type of players. You have different coach, leadership. Guys played every day. That's, and I that's also, and I also you... think that, do you agree with this? I think the teams now overall are better than the teams that they played back then, the, from top to bottom. You know what I mean? Like, the Yankees were beating the Montreal Expos, and they were like, no ones. You know what I mean? I All feel right, so like here's, here's my the, take on that. You look at the AL East. The, the Red Sox are still competitive. The Blue Jays and the Orioles. You look Did you at say the, the Red Sox I mean, are competitive? When well, you lose by 23, when you lose by almost 25 runs in a baseball game, you're not competitive anymore. My answer, my, hold on. I'm going to answer your question. My thing is, and I'll let, and then I'll toss it right off to Joe. Top heavy, I would say it's better nowadays. You still have the middle, you have a lot of middle of the pack teams and then the bad teams, very similar. But I would say top heavy, it's better now than it was back in the day because the Yankees were just, that 96 to 2000, 2001 era, those Yankee teams were just, better just completely dominant and better than everybody else whereas now you got the yanks you got the astros you got the dodgers you got the braves you got the mets you still got teams like the cardinals too and then you got a lot of middle of the pack teams so back then it always felt like i don't know joe i don't know how you guys feel about this i'd like you to always had the yankees the just right here and everybody's just like i'd like to there. dispel that myth and i'd like to tell you okay. why if the yankees uh-huh. can't move on from joey gallo why it wouldn't be the end of the world the 1998 Yankees. Do you know who started the most games in left field that year? Ricky Leday. Chad Curtis. Sure. Then Ricky Leday, Shane Spencer, Tim Raines, Daryl Strawberry, and I think even Chili Davis had himself a left field at bat that season. Oh. Willie oh, Banks, that. Joe Borowski, Ryan Bradley, Mike Buddy, Todd Erdos. Not exactly flamethrowers. Grand Lloyd is the only name in there you even know. Those were all guys that were in the bullpen for the New York Yankees. The backup infield was Louis Soho and Dale Swem and Homer Bush. <laughs> the, again, you look at how good this Yankees team is. It's not just one guy. Aaron Judge is certainly having a monster year. Stanton's having a year. Rizzo's having a year. LeMay, who's been as hot as anybody in the last two weeks. I think he's hitting like almost 500. 
You can say the same thing with the Mets with Alonzo, McNeil, Lindor. Sure. I mean, those Listen, guys have been delivering for them, too. All all season. And again, to, to be able to lengthen out their lineup a little bit. And and I, I, I expect that Cohen and the Mets are going to go and add another bat or something. They're not getting so out because there's no way the Nationals, you would not do that. I would think trading him to the Mets would decrease the value of the franchise. Just oh, because of how much you're pushing the Mets up, that would be a – you're not here's, doing that and then selling that team. Here's my thing, guys, about this whole argument with the Yanks. I do believe the Yankees – the Yankees are the best team in New York. My scariest thing moving forward, and it could be the ultimate deciding factor between these two teams. It's not going to be the offense. not going to be the pitching. You know where I'm going to go with this. You said his name multiple times. You trust Buck Showalter more than, more than you do Aaron Boone. That's something that still doesn't sit right. With I don't me. know if that's until, totally But true. listen, no, 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 listen. Until Aaron Boone, the guys, has been in the I know, I get that. He hasn't been. I get that. But still, you even said it, Joe. This feels like a Mets team that's not going to collapse, whether it's miss the playoffs or not win the division because of Buck Showalter. The Yankees are going to win the division. We get that. But when it comes to postseason time, what we've seen in recent years, guys, is yes, the offense struggles. The pitching has been great. But it always comes back to what has been Boone doing, making defensive switches, lineup changes, not put not putting in the right guys. Whereas Buck, I just feel like to me, as a Mets fan, that could be the ultimate deciding factor why this could be a different season for the Mets, Joe, like you said. It could be because of Buck Showalter. Everything is working for the Mets, and they're not even fully healthy because they don't even have their best player coming back yet hasn't played this whole season he's coming back and they're still leading in the nl east that's scary to know and i know guys you can't sit there and say oh well that can't be true we sit here multiple times since aaron boone has been the manager and we've said what is boone doing am i wrong like that's to me the old could more, be more so in the past not this year. From, the Yanke- from the Yankees winning a World Series to being eliminated, whether it's not even getting to the World Series or not even getting to the ALCS, it always comes back to me that yes, it's the hitting first, but it comes back to the manager because he's putting out the lineups, he's putting out those pitching staffs, he's putting out those players on the field, he's making the switches, he's making those calls. That's all I'm trying to say is. Going forward, I'd still say the Yankees are the best team right now in New York. But in the next couple coming months, whether what they do in the next week as well, Aaron Boone, we've been talking about it. He faces a great deal of pressure. Buck Showalter just got signed. Bucky's not going anywhere. He's going to be there. And especially with the way Mets are playing too. I mean, going to get an extension because damn. Unless the Mets have an epic collapse and just don't make the playoffs, which me and Joe both agree, and I think Chad would also, we don't see happening, then that's my biggest concern moving forward for the New York Yankees. And, Joe, I know we've talked about it. We talk about it all the time with Boom. Listen, I guess my my defense is going to be as simple as this. I think the Yankees, when you look at the defense and you look at the base running combined with the pitching, the, the way the bullpens pitch despite all the injuries and the lineup, the Yankees are a better team. That's the reason why they are seven games I would off. Agree is they're a that. better team right this minute. Are they better overall? Yes. Then the Mets, yes. Okay. The pitching, I would take the Mets for sure. But I think maybe all other areas of this team, I would take the Yankees except for I would take Show Walter over Boone. See, 
Ted? Are you? Am I wrong? I mean, we talked about it countless amount of times, bro. Sure, sure, right. Listen, we don't watch as many Mets games as Yankees, but I watch the Michael K show all the time. And Don, you've seen game. enough. And, he, and he's questioned, and and you could question Buck some of his moves of bringing in the closer in the eighth because of high leverage. I mean, Diaz has been great though this year. Just yeah, like he's been great. Holmes. So there has been some questionable moves by Buck this season. But we've, uh, talked, we've seen enough of we Aaron Boone. We just don't Boone, follow Ted. them like we do the Yankees. But listen, I, know, but I, like seen every, I like everything that Aaron Boone has done this year. I don't really have anything to say with, with that. He has he has performed, but I also say this in all retrospect. You know, if tomorrow he puts on Joe Aguirre the pitch amount and Joe has a good six-inning outing, that's not really Aaron Boone. That's just the guy dealing and doing what he's supposed to do. And I've always said that players can make coaches be fired or make them get extensions. And if, you know, if, if you're playing, you know, out of your mind and you're just having one of those seasons, then, you know, you look great. Yeah. But, you know, like if, you know, if you have one of those seasons where like, for example, maybe like, and I'll use the football reference where the Ravens, like they had more injuries than I could ever remember in a football season last year. Doesn't make the coach a bad coach. No. Just when you have your, your, your four, your four you defense backs you hurt, your three offense linemen, your two linebackers, three running backs for hurt, for hurt the regular, for the regular season even starts. It's like, oh, and don't forget about your MVP quarterback too. That was, so, that was. you know, listen, the Yankees are riding the best player, the MVP right now, Aaron Judge. He's on fire. Yeah, stop with right. this Otani stuff. If we see, if we see Shohei Otani at number one in the AL MVP standings, I'm going to go find some writers I mean, and we're going to have a sit down. We're going to have a nice little I mean, sit down because I – mean, He's been on a tear since his since uh, Alonzo Alonzo and Judge should be right there for the top MVP for each of their their positions. Hundred percent. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in the next week because I know we, you and me knowing we won't do a show when we're in Florida because we'll be doing everything else but the show. But when we come back next Tuesday, and I well, think we're going to see. There's, a, I mean, we'll see what happens. There'll be a deadline trade by three, four o'clock next Tuesday when it ends. We'll we'll be going back on. You know. We'll see. Well, who knows? It could, we'll it could happen I mean, in a matter I, of years. I would put this way. I think my mind has transferred from, okay, bring in Soto because, you know what, the guy crushed it in the World Series, crushed it in the record, and guess what? Scoring extra runs can make your, your, your pitching staff look a lot better. But when I really look at the whole trend, I, do I trust enough of this starting pitching outside of Cole going into the playoffs. I love Nestor Cortez. I do. I really do. I think he's phenomenal. I just don't know if he's if I want to put him as my number we two Juan going Castillo. into the game. Okay. We want and, then, and then let, and let's be realistically honest. I don't know how much you're going to be able to trust Chapman. Okay. Clark Schmidt will probably fill in the role for Michael King. But the, the strength of this team for the past four years has been the bullpen. And now we're dealing with major injuries for key contributors. So if we can go get two bullpen pieces or at least a bullpen piece, and and it doesn't have to be Castilla, but you can get someone who can be a third or fourth pitcher. Doesn't have, but I get it, Trev. I get I'm just it. Gonna keep shaking my head. We need Castillo. We need, need Luis Castillo. You don't need Castillo. Ted, I don't we, hold on. We don't but need the anybody. Mets, and the, the Yankees don't need anybody because okay. the Yankees are doing great right where they are, and this team is formidable. Can it get better? Can it shore up? Any addition the Yankees make is going to be an improvement to this ball club. I don't yeah. think there's anybody they need. Exactly. But now I would say to the Mets, though, I think in their perspective, I think they need an extra bat in that lineup. I think because once you, you're bringing DeGrom back, you don't need no one else. You got you got to, to Walker. You got the kid Bassett that you got from the A's. You got four deep starters 
Lights out. Might be the best core. Don't forget four. about Carlos Carrasco has been delivered. Oh, yeah, and his 10 yeah, wins. But, but when that goes to the thing, he'll probably be the long. He'll probably go into long relief when, when you know how that goes when the playoffs start. We uh, only go four deep. And now you're going to get DeGrom back with Scherzer, with Walker, with Bassett, with Carrasco. They need a bat. They need another bat because to go with Alonzo Lindor, and I think that would be a significant key piece. I mean, that would take them over the top. Last thing about the Mets, there's always the recurring injury for Scherzer and or DeGrom. We just saw it happen with Chris Sale. Those two guys are... I know a lot of people are upset. Judge is so injury prone. These guys miss significant time every single Has, year. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. I, I'd say this. Has Judge missed any games this year? Has he missed a lot? No. He's just been killing the ball. That's all he's been doing. Plus, I would also. Stop jinxing him. Before, I know. You're right. Stop before talking let, about before it. Before I let Joseph Aguirre go, I'd rather have Joseph Aguirre pitching than ever this Chapman right now. I agree with that 100%. I mean, he's, he's I mean, terrible. He's been, he's, I, Ted, I take you, too. I take both of your wiffle ball pitchers because I know Ted's a pretty good wiffle ball pitcher, too. So I would take both of you guys. I know it's wiffle ball, but boy, oh, boy, what the hell has happened to a Roldis Chapman? It's a shame because that guy at one point was the best closer in baseball, and now he's a guy that we don't trust. There's not an ounce of trust in him. He's got to we'll go back down to Tampa and get completely <sighs> reconfigured because he's useless right now. It's crazy. I mean, we'll see what happens. Two games set starting tonight. The New York Yankees are going to City Field to take on the New York Mets. Joseph Aguay, we'll see how it goes. And we'll see what happens in the next week or so. Will Juan Soto, Luis Castillo, or many more names be on these New York Yankees or New York's Mets? Well, if it does, we'll be here talking about it. Joseph, as always. Are you going to be able to watch the game, though? Yes, I will. I can watch Mets games. Thank God. Joe. I... StreamEast.io. You can get there on the. You can watch it right there, and, and it works. I'll send you okay. the link. Send the link. Watch any yeah. baseball, football, basketball, UFC. Watch anything for, for free. I'm in. All free, and then you just click it. A link will pop up. You X that out. Go back. Click play again. Boom. Put it on your computer screen. HDMI it to your TV. Say goodnight. Joseph, as always, my man. We'll Guys, see you next say travels. I'll see you soon. See you, see man. You. Later. So speaking of the Boston Celtics and the state of Boston, I guess we should just talk about Boston. The New York, the Boston Red Sox got their own problems to figure out after the dismantling by the Toronto Blue Jays this past weekend. Let's get into a team that has, well, high expectations, especially after the most previous season, the Boston Celtics. But there's been big rumors of a new team coming in on the KD sweepstakes. And yes, it is the Boston Celtics after Woj came out at about two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. Thankfully I was working and I saw this, the Boston Celtics. What are you doing? Why would you do this? I, I, me and Ted got into a very heated argument about this because Ted, you remember about this nine years ago when these same two teams made a trade that will go down as one of the worst yeah, trades for in NBA history. Well, there. Yeah, exactly. I'll give you the details of that trade quickly. I don't need to. I'm going to. I'm still going to. The Nets received KG, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, and DJ White. Where did DJ White come from, Dad? DJ White, USA. No, he came from Indiana. Oh, the big guy underneath. Ah, yeah. I love it. I got him stumped. I got him stumped on live. To, on live. Ah, it's beautiful. The Nets are the Celtics received five players, three first-round picks. Those two picks, two of those three picks, included Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in back-to-back drafts. My big thing about this, 
I know what KD is. I know he's an all-time great. One of the greatest scorers in the history of the NBA. I am not taking away from Kevin Durant's talent. But when you're a team that was on the cusp of winning a championship, also a team that's been to multiple Eastern Conference Finals with this same core, Ted, went Game 7 to LeBron with a young, inexperienced team with Jason Tatum as a rookie, Jalen Brown come only being in the year for only a year. Then they played the Miami Heat in the bubble, and then they went to the Eastern Conference Finals again, won it this year in Miami, Game 7, and then was two games away from beating the Golden State Warriors, a team that has been, let's be honest, dominating the NBA for the past been been dominating for the past 10 years in the Golden State Warriors, the most consistent team in the NBA. Why would you want – and I know I'm usually a guy that says, go all in, go make this move. But with a team that has this core and this coaching staff, this franchise, I get it. It's the Boston Celtics. you got to win a championship. But the, who's to say this team won't be back next year? They just went to the finals. This you want to get yourself old. better, right? They're not going to get better with KD. They will not win a championship with Kevin Durant. Yes, I marked they it. will. They, listen, everyone even says you and I, I even got who's Pat everyone? on my side. Who's everyone? Everyone who's experts, anyone who's a professional player, you're going to get Kevin Durant. This is why you go get Kevin. This is why the Lakers went to get Anthony Davis. Don't worry about the injuries because he makes you guys better. That's what you do. You go get Kevin Durant for the Celtics. The trade package, you see what the trade? It was Jalen Brown. Derek yep. White, three unprotected yep. first-round picks, 2025, 2027, 2029, and two pick swaps in 2024 and 2026. Who cares about 2027 and 2029? Yeah, they also want and they want Marcus. And yeah, they the also thing. want Marcus here's Smart. Jalen Brown has two team. years left on his deal. He had two years left team. and $54 million. In two years, Jalen Brown's going to want a new contract. Guess what? Kevin Durant has four years left. I'd rather get four years left of Kevin Durant at 32 years old, a 12-time All-Star, one of the greatest scorers of all time, one of the 10 best players of all time. You go get Kevin Durant. With Tatum and Kevin Durant and that team, you are in NBA Finals number one seed. You are the dominant team in the East. You are the best team. You don't need to be 10 deep. This is not baseball and football where you need backups. You're not giving up Marcus Smart. You still picked up Malcolm Brogdon. You still have Al Horford. You're still going to have Robert Williams, who's going to be one of the best center, defensive centers in the game. You still got Grant Williams. You still got Caitlin Pritchard. You picked up Dean uh, Gallinari. You have who's more than Caitlin, enough depth. Who's, who's Caitlin Pritchard? Caitlin Pritchard. The, you, uh, Peyton, who's the point Peyton guard? Caitlin Pritchard, Ted. Ah, Peyton whatever, Pritchard. Caitlin. Yeah, where'd he come from, Ted? Oregon, Trev. Eh, about time. At least you're 50%. Get your back I'm in the right. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so you, you have more than enough depth. You said it when we were talking about the basketball. You love the coach. You love Yeah, Idoko is amazing. I think he's a home run hit. They always seem to be one step ahead of on their move. You who cares about the picks? Okay, let's get. Oh, I don't care. I don't care about any of that BS. The picks. So you said you're comparing Kevin Durant and Jalen Brown. Go get Kevin Durant. You you love Jason Tatum, right? Yeah, he's He's an ace. He's my favorite. I'm going to bring the ace of spades to the table. I got the trump card. Okay, Kevin Durant is the ace in the hole, bro. Now it makes think about no one has a better one-two punch in the league than than Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. Now you relieve some of the pressure on Jason Tatum. Kevin Durant is still a viable defensive player. He's the best scorer in the game. There's he is the best scorer when he's healthy. There's there's no better scorer. He can put fifty a game if he wants to. 
If this is also the same. This is also the same Kevin Durant that were MIA against the same Boston Celtics. Sure, team because that just it was a team them. defense versus one player. He's going to be on the Celtics. If, Who cares what he did for the Nets? Trap. He, dude, he was he was nowhere to be found. And here's the other like, thing: like even scoring, we even his greatest Kevin strength. Durant thrives in culture, good culture. Brooklyn, piss poor culture. Celtics, a plus culture. You're going to have a coaching staff, a front office. And a unit of team. This would be like walking back to Golden State. If he went to Golden State, it would be the same thing. Oh, I'm going to give up this guy. I'm going to give up all these players and draft picks. And I'm going to play with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. No, I'm going to go play with Marcus Smart, just like Draymond Green. I'm going to go play with Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart ain't going to be there. He will not be there. They're not giving up Marcus Smart. The offer was Derek White and Jalen Brown. And guess what the Nets said? They said no. So guess what? You know what the Celtics are? Oh, they they want more. Hold on, listen. They want more draft picks. They want Marcus Smart. No, they give him more draft picks. And they want another more draft picks. And they They want to give him more draft picks. They got two more players. So you're giving him five players? You're giving them five players. Give him more draft picks. You're keeping Derek. You'll keep Derek White and Jalen Brown. Take away the draft picks. I don't care about the draft picks. I'm talking about specifically. Are you willing to give up five players? You know, listen. I listen to all the report and all the things. You don't watch as much TV as I do on these things. I'm not giving up extra players. You're gonna like it because here's the thing. You're if you're the Nets now, you can play hardball. You could say, guess what? I got him for four years. Suck it up. We don't get the deal we like, then we're not trading. And Kevin Durant will probably still do the thing, but there'll be a way where he gets traded. I'm telling you one thing. This will be the best package the Celtics will get. I'm excuse me, that the Brooklyn Nets will be offered. You're not going to get a better package. Miami's not going to be able to offer the assets. Neither Warriors are not going to do it, and neither is Phoenix. I would say so. I, that still, holds I, still say War, I still say the Warriors would have the best. I mean, because the, the talent they would get without well, even they giving draft picks. But they lost players. They lost players, right, and then when you sign players, you also can't trade them till next season. And Aiton can't be traded till after January, and he has a player option where he has the say on it. So, I've, with that being said, you're getting an all-star player at 24 years old in Jalen Brown who plays both ways. You're going to team him up with Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. You're still going to get Derek White. Maybe they can get another role player or bench player, but you're not getting Marcus Smart. And even if I said, you want to give up Marcus Smart? So be it. Whatever. Okay, Marcus Smart cost them more damn games than he did win them games. And you know what? I still got a defensive-minded team. I still got Hawford. I still got Grant Williams. I still got Kevin Durant. I still got Jason Tatum. I still got a great coach. I got a coach that's defensive-minded that has team and chemistry over superstar defensive players. Guess what? I'll still be fine. You're telling me that losing Marcus Smart is going to make that much of a big difference on the Celtics with the talent they'll have. So you're telling me, let's see. We're going to Mal- My starting lineup is going to be Malcolm Brogdon. Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Robert Williams, and Al Horford. Hmm, that's a pretty good five. Then yeah, my I'll, 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 guess what? And I'll sit here still. I don't even care. Call me because crazy. Because at the end of the day, I, when the, play, I, the playoffs come, you're only going to need to go eight deep. You don't need ten and deep. And I will though. still sit. I would still sit here and take the, the lineup that they have currently with the addition of Malcolm Brogdon too. But the better I would chance, still sit here. But the better chance to win the championship. Because here's the thing: the Celtics. You are 100 right. Would still probably be the best team in that Eastern Conference, right? I mean, the only team matter, you would say is gotta win the championship. It's the Bucks. Is the Bucks, Trev? It's the you gotta be able to beat. The, you gotta be able to win the championship. It's similar to that. the argument is like when you were saying the Yankees go get Soto, go get him. Stop telling me about five years from now. I understand Kevin Durant is thirty three. Don't tell me you still got him for four years. Don't tell me 
you're having Kevin Durant for four years. It's no different than why would the Lakers go get LeBron for the last four years? You do this. You don't get opportunities to get a guy like him. Okay. If, if LeBron, if you don't LeBron, get, I mean, if it was LeBron, then it's different. LeBron's far and above. Kevin Durant is right there, bro. Yeah, but he's he's far and above. Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant walking on the court. Good luck matching up with them every game. Who do you defend? Who do you double? And you still got all the key role players surrounding you. I mean, if we don't, if we don't remember, I mean, the way I look at hold on, and, hold on one if second. We, the closest two I could relate this to would be LeBron James and Dwayne Wade when they were in Miami. LeBron would be Kevin Durant. I know the age difference are a little bit different, stupid. but those would be the two wow. superstars. There was no one better than those two. No one better than those two guys. Tatum a slasher like Wade, and LeBron could do it all, and so can Kevin Durant. And and Durant wouldn't be an issue because the chemistry and the culture of Boston would be able to kind of now. Does Kevin Durant want to play for the Celtics? We've never asked that question either. Would, Bo- would Boston fans even want Kevin Durant? I mean, there's probably some that wouldn't want him. If you don't, then you're stupid. I mean, I wouldn't want him. I mean, that'd be like a Yankee being like, because, "Yeah, I don't want, I don't want Randy because he's a he's, he he's, a, he's a he's a sucker. He he's the ultimate. If I can't beat him." I'll join him. He's a sucker. I wouldn't want a guy like that. I don't want a guy like that. I don't. I don't. And how you just like, how you just want to, and I also said about the whole Soto thing too, with the whole Yankees thing, but I also did say, you got to take care of your homegrown talent. And I know it's a business nowadays in sports and there's no loyalty in sports. There's no loyalty anywhere anymore, but still, this is a team that was two games away. What's to say that you know this, why? they were up two games to one and they okay, could not close out it. because they didn't have Kevin Durant. Well, guess what? Because their guy Jason Tatum, my guy Jason Tatum, wasn't the re- it wasn't it wasn't Jalen Brown's fault. Jalen Brown was the best player on the Boston Celtics in the finals. Yeah. Marcus if Smart anything, didn't do, Marcus Smart didn't do anything. If anything, he got he got toasted by Curry. Didn't matter about defensive player. Guess what? He was what one from thirteen from three. Couldn't shoot. You tell me you're giving up Marcus Smart? Yeah, Great, Kevin Durant, him. bro. Yeah, go watch the last time. First ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, he's going to bring you a championship. No. I just don't understand. Because why I, he's I, how, look, I, look, okay. In in the NBA. Ten years they haven't won a championship plus. Okay, wait. Don't tell me about building through the draft. Go They're get me a superstar. That's what the NBA is all about, Trev. It always has been. Oh, go get me a superstar. Oh, okay, so that's why the past two champions are not superstar related teams. They're all homegrown teams. That's why the Warriors just won. That's why the Bucks just yeah, but won. Yeah, wait, wait. The Bucks had to go get Drew Holiday. He's not a superstar, but they had uh, to go get a. They had. They've had Drew Holiday. He was Everything. A maker. They drafted Middleton. They drafted Giannis. Yeah, they, they traded Eric Bledsoe because he couldn't cut it, and they had to go get Drew Holiday, a a a, a leader, a role player, a guy who can oh, shoot the three. Oh yeah, he's a leader. That's the thing. Kevin Durant's yeah, not a leader. Giannis and Middleton. See, here's the difference. Durant's Kevin going Dur- to a culture trap. Ted, hold on, please. Let me make my point. Kevin Durant is not a leader. He never has he been. He doesn't he's have fo- to be. He's a follower. I need him to be a leader. That's why, like, LeBron, if LeBron was available, of course, because LeBron is a leader. LeBron is a leader of men. Le- Kevin Durant is a follower. He just wants to go where he has the best chance to win. But what was the difference now going to Boston than going to the Warriors? He didn't have to be the leader there. He doesn't have to be the leader for the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, he would. No, he does not. So who would be the leader then? Tatum is still the, is still the captain of the team. Yeah, you got Al Horford man. and that coach and staff and the leaders on that team. Absolutely. First of all, he signed with the Golden State. He didn't get traded. I know. And here's the other thing. If you want to spin this in a funny way, is he left? 
the Thunder because he couldn't beat Golden State. Yeah, if he Golden can't State. beat him, he couldn't join beat the Celtics. Him. That's what I just but said. it's not like he's asking for the trade. I and you also brought up, and I'm surprised you haven't brought up yesterday. He goes, well, whatever he doesn't win next year, is he going to want to leave there too? That's what I'm also saying. What if he doesn't win next year? What if the Bucks beat him? What if the Warriors beat him? What if okay, then trade him for a whole bunch of pieces and get and, and revamp and your guess, whole team just um, like you just did because someone yeah. will trade for him. Oh, just like somebody's already traded for him though. Hey, listen, been if Kevin top of the line guys don't come on the market Ted, often. If Kevin Durant is so great, like we all talk about him, and I get it, he's an all-time great. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything bad like that. Why hasn't anybody had why is he not on because the that? team that owns him wants the package that's wants everything, bro. But if you're and that damn good, you're not willing that, to give it up. Okay, but if you're that damn good, like you're talking about Kevin Durant. Yeah, you, you, here's the thing: in any trade, you need to, you need two to tango. I, I get you just that. Said, you're a Celtics side. I'm not trading Marcus Smart. Okay, then I'm not trading Marcus Smart. And you're not getting them then, and you'll but, stick with the team you have. Exactly. Here's the but thing: if you're, you, you're not going to blow up the rest of your team for Kevin Durant. I'm not going to give up. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm not the tip. That's what the Nets are asking for. Then you can't do it. Then you got to settle, 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 settle. Here's the thing: when you go to a house, I know you never go, but when you buy a house, right, and you say, "Okay, I want these things fixed in the house," you don't tell them all 27 things that came up in the inspection. You pick your big four, the biggest four things, and you see if they're doing. If they don't want to do that, then you say, "Kick rocks," and see you later. And I'm not buying you, and the house will stay on the market. And you don't sell it. But I'm just but gonna, I'm telling I'm just... you, you got to the Celtics. Are giving them a vessel offer right now. Maybe something will also happen, but also you I know you've probably seen it. Woad said this is the dead time in basketball. Everyone's on vacation, the breaks. So let's see what happens closer to September, end of August. See if the Celtics get a little bit more greedy. But hey, I mean listen, if you're only giving up Jalen Brown, Derek White with multiple draft picks, I love the deal. And you're keeping Marcus smart, right? You're good with that. Right? You would be good with that. I'm just going to finish up with, if you're that damn good like you've been saying for the past 20 minutes, like I, I know that it takes two to tango, I get that, but if you're that damn good like Kevin Durant is supposedly, then why hasn't anybody, like that's all I'm trying to say. If LeBron James was available, I know that he would cost a lot, but I'm pretty sure a team would be like, okay, why isn't nobody going? No, no, I don't think. Like no, this? I don't think your your mythology would be right. I don't because the Lakers would ask for the same type of package, and I don't think people would do it because he's it, even older than Durant. I guarantee because people people would take LeBron over Kevin Durant in a heartbeat. But you're not going to give up the package that the Lakers would want to acquire for a guy that's older than him. Okay, but my yeah, and still better than him. LeBron's still better. There's probably one player better in the NBA in LeBron, over LeBron James. Well, maybe two. Yeah. It's all it's Giannis. And maybe if you really wanted to get crazy, Steph Curry. But we're not going to get that crazy. There's only realistically one player who is better in the NBA currently, right now. LeBron James, the old the old guy, is better than LeBron James. His name is Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's not Kevin Durant. You should put that as a poll. You should put that as a poll on some of the basketball. We'll say, would you? Who would you take right now if you had a trade for? Who would you more likely trade for, Kevin Durant or LeBron James at this point, at this time in their age group? I guarantee majority. I get if I'm, I will. I I'm going to get a younger Durant, a better scorer. LeBron sits games. Durant is getting more injury prone now. LeBron. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. Also, guess what? Kevin Durant, the same guy. I'm so glad you pointed that out. Only has played 90 games in the past couple seasons. So if but, you want to take we that, have, we haven't talked about that. If Kevin Durant does play for the Brooklyn Nets, 
And you can get the, the Ben Simmons crazy head on, on the straight and narrow path. With Kyrie Irving, what's to say that that team can't be the number That's one? That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if you saw that uh, with Charms coming out uh, yesterday. Kyrie's willing to stay with the Nets. Yeah, either KD way, even if Durant leaves. Yeah, I yeah. mean, either way. So, I mean, maybe they do work it out. Maybe KD just stays put for another year and runs it back with Ben Simmons. I mean, that's a team, yes, as toxic as that that franchise is right now. If you can have a Ben Simmons, who knows what the hell he is right now. And Kyrie Irving, fully healthy. And if he could get figure out his whole vaccination stuff. And then KD, that's a team that's going to compete in the Eastern Conference. I'm just saying that this team was only two games away from winning a championship. And you're willing to just throw it all away just like that. I know that say, oh, they've been trying to say, oh, we're almost there. Well, they've been to three Eastern Conference. They've been to multiple Eastern Conference finals. They've went to an NBA finals. They're only going to get better. Tatum's only going to grow more into a superstar. Jalen Brown's going to grow more into a star slash superstar. Marcus Smart is still going to be that defensive captain, that guy, that anchor for that team. Robert Williams, he stays healthy. Al Horford, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Amanda Duco. Like, this is a team, Peyton Pritchard, Grant Williams. You have all these guys that you just got to the NBA Finals with. I know that they didn't close the job. A big part of that is because of Jason Tatum. And I know that Kevin Durant would help. But if you keep a team like this, this team's only going to get better. They're only going to learn from their mistakes. Don't rush it. If they're if I'm the Boston Celtics, you stay put and you keep Jalen Brown. I know that it's off to a little tension right now because Jalen Brown yesterday tweeted out three simple words, three letters, I should say. Shake my head. I got can I say something before you close out? Just got an update news. Stanton's going to the IO with an Achilles tendon problem. Oh fantastic. <laughs> go let yeah. Go let oh God. It's so be good. Does that? Yeah, I, I mean, I got, I hear you, I hear you. But does that make it even more now? Uh, oh, goody. Ten day list on left Achilles tended the move was send that, send that to Joe. We'll see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. The New York Yankees are dealing with the injury bug currently. They play the New York Mets tonight in a huge two game series. Finally, the first time they're meeting up. We will see. Keep updated with the Juan Soto news, Luis Castillo, the MLB trade deadline. Also, we'll be talking more boys of fall as they return to training camp. And also, we will keep an eye on the whole Kevin Durant situation. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys of the City. We are on all social media platforms. So check us out. Comment, like, subscribe, and share. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. We'll be back sometime maybe this week or next week. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. We are Keys of the City. We are out. City Podcast.